In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Hello, and welcome back to the You Up Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. Virtually, we're taping remote. Uh, we're back in the you know the Zoom days, so to speak. We're getting ahead to let the listeners know, let them behind the curtain. Early on a Monday. This is the, the dreaded yes. combo. Early morning on a Monday. I, I This is... This is out of my wheelhouse as a, you know, as a, as an artist, as a, as a, you know, (laughs) the the Monday. You don't work a nine to five. No, it's been a while. I remember when I used to sell life insurance, I, they would, they were, they didn't have, you know, you're basically, you know, told to go out there and make cold calls. So your time, you know, the scheduling wasn't much, but there was every Monday a a 9am meeting. And I remember thinking like, who would do this to people? Some people love that shit. Right. You know? Right. It does get the week kicked off. Like, it, yeah. there is an element of, like, you know, getting to the gym in the morning. Like, you know, you know, it's you, you, you hate yourself. Oh, my God. It's still dark out. But then you get through with the gym and you go, I'm happy my week started. I'm happy my day started, you know? And, you know, and then it's, like, done. Done. Right. So, you know, not only it started, but then by the time you, like, almost don't have a chance to think about it. Right. And then it's just done. That's the best thing about going to the gym when you first wake up. It's like you haven't had the time to, like, add in the mental energy of, like, debating, should I go? Should I not go? Maybe I'll go tomorrow. Like, if you just get up and just do it. Yeah. Then it's done. This is for you. This is exactly yeah. what a head honcho of a multi-million dollar company would say. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> No, I'm not that person. As I've said, the seven, uh, you know, I, I've always rec- w- wished there was a book for the seven habits of moderately effective people. That, that, that's a good idea. For, I, I, I think that's maybe we should cut that. That is a great idea for a book. I think that's like what people want. Like, right? Yeah. Like make it so I always say this with like losing weight. Like I don't want abs. I just want to fit in a T-shirt without stretching it out. Like I don't need much. Yes. I love, I like that. I think there should be more books about getting people to a like slightly better than average place. Right. That's really all we want. <laughs> then, like, I, right. I, I think, you know, to relate this to the subject at hand, like dating, like you just want to like find someone that you can chill with on the couch. Like you're not like looking, you know, there's a lot, we, we make a lot of like red flag deal breaker. And like, you know, I, I understand like sometimes I sound like the pickiest person alive, you know, like, be going through the dating world and being single. And whenever you're single to other people, you do sound like, like, who do you think you are? And it's like, no, everyone's just looking for like pretty good on the couch and someone they can show their, uh, someone else's Instagram to, and both of you judge and agree with the same judgment, you know? Well, you know what the, you know what the issue is? I think that people in relationships who are married have with people who are single and perpetually like feel like they're, 
They're, they keep looking, you know, because I'm sure you get well, this feedback. Tell, like, let, let it out, Jordana. Don't, you know, don't make it about people. This is how, tell me how you really feel about me. No, <laughs> I'm going to give you the, I'm going to give you the, it's about the insecurities of those who are married or in relationships, right? right? Because if there, if there's someone like you, who's like, haven't found the match and I'm keep, keep looking and I'm, I'm cool and happy and good with my life, then it makes you question your own decisions, right? Mm. Of like, did I fall too early? Like, what if, you know what I mean? Like, what if it's like anything? It's like, if you're like, Oh, I'm looking for perfection. You're like, well, do I have that? Right. Is that I, like, well, I, I, it is a lesson of not perfection, but you know what I but mean? But perfect like, for I'm, me, you know, yeah. Right. Again, there's always the end of these sentences are always for me, you know, like it's, you know, I, I, I'm not ready for a relationship with you, you know, like I'm not, you know, like it's, we always cut off at the end. I was just getting coffee and there's a woman that I've seen around the, you know, you know, I see in the area and, and, you know, I, I've seen her from single to engaged to married. And it's like, you know, and she's very nice and I, I enjoy talking to her, but like now she's married and she's like, Oh, marriage and like, oh, you know, engagement, oh, single, you know, it, 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 it didn't matter who it was. It was the same shit, different day. You know, it's same story, different chapter, you know, like it, it all comes yeah. down to like me, my insecurities, uh, you know, you, I'm saying me for me, but like me, your, my insecurities, insecurities yeah. like, right. you know, did, am I falling behind? Did I miss the mark? Did I, you know, did I do the right thing for me? You know, this is the. The, you know, the, the, the great secret of this podcast is like, you know, it's not the dating world that's the problem. You're the problem. You know, like, and I say <laughs> that, and I'm saying that into the mirror as I look at myself, you know? Yeah. Ha- happiness comes with, from within. That, you know? <laughs> right. I mean, I was I, on the subject of never being happy. I was just in Boca. Um, <laughs> I mean, we're all the we're all the people who have no reason to be unhappy, but some of them are unhappy. Like. That's the thing is like your complaints are a product of your surroundings, you know, like, you know, it, we, this is some some would say if, if someone's dealing with starving children, they would be like, who the fuck cares about your dating life? Of course. You know, like I was there, right. we, like my my family, I went to visit them in Boca and we had like I. I had a whole thing on Friday that you know about that, like uh, an almost happen. I mean, I don't know. I, does it sound like I, I guess I'm not bragging? I I, I was almost. No, I, I mean, if it happened. If it happened, <laughs> I, I mean, I would have talked about it if it happened. I, I was I was semi asked to like open for Kevin James and Adam Sandler, and then it kind of got like reviewed, and then they were like, they don't need you, and I basically my whole Friday was like done. And then you know, people look at you, they go. You know, just like when you're single, they go, oh, it's not, you know, but you're single. It's so much fun. And then like people would say to me, like, you were in the running. You know, they thought of you to open for two megastars and you go, yeah, but I wanted to fucking do it. You know, right. And then, yeah, it is. And and what you're upset about is, I don't know, this might sound very top level and very zenny. But like it's like I and then that weekend, so I go to Boca. My my parents. Well, you're what, we finish your sentence. We said you said what you're upset about because I'm wondering when you're saying what what were you upset about? I guess I was just like I wanted to do it. I you know, and there was an element of like, did they look at my, you know, did they serve Adam Sandler a platter, a golden platter with my YouTube videos? And he was like, oh, who who, who are you bringing me? This guy stinks. You know, you don't know, you know, like, and I'm like. 
Right. Wait. It's disappointing because you don't know. And right. you wanted it to happen and it didn't happen. It reminded me when you were like, you know, uh, not to make it about myself. Please. Um, when you were, Please make it about No, myself. it reminded me. I mean, I'm going to make it about myself in dating. It reminded me when you were like, I think it's going to happen. I'm not really sure it's going to happen. I'm like, you know, I'm going to switch the flight just in case it happens. It reminded me of how I would feel like if I maybe had a date. Right. That like maybe didn't, you know, wind up happening or like you changed something. You were like really excited. It's like the the possibility and the hope and the um, like a date, date you were really excited about. Yeah. And then they're like, um, I, I think I have to work late tonight. <laughs> and then you kind of like sit there and you feel like a loser because you were like, well, if it was me, like I would have made it happen. Right. I, I, I would have figured it out. Like and so you're like, oh, I care so much more about this than the other person on the other side, which for you is like. Adam Sandler. <laughs> um, but still, it, it feels like a similar way. It's so funny you say that because I got the text. You know, the, I was basically Thursday night. They were like, hey, there's an opportunity where maybe you'd go to Baltimore and open and go and do eight minutes of stand up between Kevin James and Adam Sandler. And for, I don't know if I've mentioned it here. Adam Sandler's Adam Sandler. Like, I mean, all of us, everyone listening knows who that is. Like, we have a. Of love for him. He's like Sebastian Stan. He is. <laughs> <laughs> That's for the real listeners, the people who really yeah. listen to this podcast. <laughs> they know. Yeah, it's Sebastian Stan and Adam Sandler. We both, we all have a similar place in our heart for both of them. Kevin James, to me, like the King of Queens um, and also his stand-up special is like my favorite of all time. It's called Sweat the Small Stuff and it's on YouTube and it's physical. And like I, a lot of my stand-up, I try to emulate that special like i love the physicality of it i love that it's fun so i was like oh my god they were like there's an opportunity to like do eight minutes in between them because when you're these big celebrities like there's this thought of like well if that person goes first i need people to be able to go to the bathroom or like shuffle in their seats before i go up and have my big celebrity moment so they're like let's get a sacrificial lamb to go up in between so i think that was the thinking and you know when it got and so Thursday night I got that text and then it might be happening. And then I'm like, Friday, I basically spent the day at the airport waiting to be told if it's happening, I'm flying to DC. If it's not happening, I'm flying to Boca to visit my family. Cause that was kind of the plan to like have an off weekend with my family sitting at the beach and around my flight was seven ten, So they go push it back to eleven ten. So they go, Hey, you're going to have to push back the flight. I still have an answer. Push it back to two thirty. So I push it back to 2.30 and then at noon I get a text, hey, it's not happening. They've changed of plans from their end. They say thank you, all this stuff. And I had that feeling of having a date that I was excited. I, you couldn't be more on point because I did have that moment where I had to text back my agent to be like, hey, uh, like you have to eat it. There's nothing you can say. Right. Yeah, what are you going to say? Gonna be, and, and there's so many times in dating. yell at them. Right. Yeah. There's times in dating right. where you go, what the fuck? I got my makeup done. And you, you, and you go. And right. You, well, if it's that tip, it's super late. Right. Yeah. But you, well, I could have yeah. said, what the fuck? I've changed my flight three times and I had to pay, you know, 200 bucks. And, yeah. and they, and I go, and, and, you know, I think like when it happens a few times, maybe you take it out on the fifth guy or girl who does that to you. Right. But it, when it's the, the first time you, you go, you have this moment of like, a sensation of disappointment. And then you go, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? It happens. And then you go and you, 
you know, you class it up like I did. I think I did. I was like, hey, tell them thank you for thinking of me. Whoever them is. Maybe they're just like not telling anybody. But I thank you. And you have to say right. the right things. And you have to do the And I thank you for thinking of me. Um, let them know anytime. You know, again, whenever you're ready to go on a date, I'm here. I had to yeah. do that with this. <laughs> and then I went to Boca and I missed, you know, you know, what did I miss? A day on the beach. Missed the beach day. Right. <laughs> I missed the beach day for, you know, whatever, for the opportunity to maybe right. be in this game. And then it, it, it was, again, another, uh, there was another instance of like disappoint. I So I go down to Boca, I got to tell you that. And and my parents, where they live, they have this like seafood buffet, like once every four months or something. And, the, okay. and like, it's like, Is it good? it's the best. It's like the place okay. has become known for. Like other wow. other communities know this buffet. Like if you're listening, you know exactly where I'm talking about right now. If you live in the area, so I go to this like, so like that's like the big event for the weekend. I'm gonna go with my family. But the whole point is that they have stone crabs. Have you ever had a stone crab? Um, like Joe stone yes. crab. Yes. Yes. So I have got. I had that. Yeah. You, but Jones, Joe, Joe stone crabs is the stone crabs are so famous that the place is called Joe Stone Crab. Like people haven't yes. flown in. And the whole idea is like stone crabs are like seasonal. So they're like, it's like a dime. It's like the diamond of jewels. Like it's like expensive. Right. I have to say yeah. having um, tried Mike actually flew it in after we got engaged. Really? So we had that. Yeah. That was the first time I had it. I have to say, I think it's a little overrated. Wow. wow. <laughs> Well, not to be that person. Well, <laughs> I don't you have, have the food where I have to work for it's it. It's a lot of like, work, unless, and it might you know, injure you. It's a lot of work. It, 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 it hurts your fingers. It, your cuticles are done after stone crabs. Yeah, I'm like you know, it's especially you know, it's it, it's an expensive meal. It's like a whole thing. Right. Like you, part of you is like, all right, well, I'm now cooking. Well, then, and <laughs> this is the whole point: is that the seafood buffet, the one, the the, the main event, is that they have stone crabs. So. Again, what you're talking about is like there's a lot of people that go, it's not worth it. They do like a a cost benefit analysis because they are right. so expensive. Like you said, Mike flew them in to have them, and then you're like, we're working for this. And right, it was lovely, Mike, if you're listening. But <laughs> thought there was a thought that counted. No, but it, but, it, um, it is one of yeah. those things. I totally agree. Like you go, you, even if someone said, let's go to Joe Stone Crab and go, do I want to spend the money? Am I in the mood? And in the weight, in the weight, yeah. you know, whatever. So this buffet, the the star of the show is that they have stone crabs. So people go because you can get them, you can eat as much as you want, and not and right. then not spend and you spend a fixed cost. So we went and they ran out of stone crabs. When I tell you, oh no, shock and awe, people, anger. There was complaints. There was there was talk of what are we doing here? We need refund. Should we move? Like there were people. <laughs> And it was like another one of those things where you go, I, I go, I was sitting there happy, like the smile on my face when they ran out of stone crabs, just to see, I was like, here comes the show. The co just to watch the complaints was like perfect for me. Like I, I, mm -hmm. I wanted to just, I, I could have just put a video camera and replayed it to go to bed at night. Here's the thing with people with a lot of time. And it sounds like your parents live in a semi-retirement type community. Everyone right? has the most amount of time that you've ever seen in your entire life. Right. 
If you have that much time, I find that's a great breeding ground for like thinking of revenge. <laughs> you're like very into like if you're like a busy fucking person and they run out of stone crab, you just need to like move on about your day. And I can say I'm saying this is a reflection of myself right. too. Because like me, when it's like when my JetBlue flight is delayed and then canceled, I'm now plotting like on taking one day buying JetBlue and firing the entire <laughs> customer service team. Like your parents right. or the, the, that community is like they ran out of stone crab and they're charging us. Like we're going to move. It's like the lo- the bigger your like the, the more time you have, the bigger your revenge plot, like the more you have time to plot. Jordana, my dad woke up the next morning and wrote a strongly worded email. Like, <laughs> exactly. The idea that I'm like waking up to write, get my, my email hands ready. <laughs> to, to, to complain. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you've got, that's what I'm saying, the less other problems you have, the more time you have to think, the more, uh, the more vengeful you become. Uh, and listen, here's the thing. Someone could go, what's the problem? You know, you had a great time at the buffet. I think everyone that was angry is absolutely correct. You were, came here. It's the principle. It's the principle. And also you came here on the premise. If you came to the stone crab buffet and they ran out of stone crabs, you go, what the fuck? I paid this money. Due to the star of the show, if you came to the Jared Fried show and on the bill it said Jared Fried, and then the minute you get in your seats, they go, instead of the lead, the lead comic tonight is Adam Sandler. Well, you'd be happy that, but you know, a different comedian, you go, what the fuck? I thought I paid for whatever. So, yeah, life is all about expectations. At, That's what, right. what breeds the most disappointment is expectations. If on Friday you never even heard from the Adam Sandler or Kevin James situation, you wouldn't have would have been happy as a I would be sitting here tan telling you about how happy I am that they ran a stone crab so I could watch everyone get upset. Yeah, I I Yeah. It is true you're you're absolutely right. Um what else is going on? Are we anything else that we need to discuss? We have our live show. If you're listening to this, our live show is tomorrow night. Right. If you're listening to this on Wednesday. If you're in Chicago, Illinois and there's tickets left, you got to get those tickets. Go to betches.co slash youuplive. Get those tickets. Uh, the show's fun, amazing. If you're listening right now, I'm coming back from my European extravaganza. So, and, and we're doing more live shows. Boston, New York, Philadelphia, D.C. You got to get the tickets. Assemble the group chat. Make sure you're not left out. In the, I don't want to get the DMs. I'm the one friend who didn't get their tickets and the rest of the group got the tickets. This is the messages I get. You need to go right yes. now. Get your tickets. We, we won't feel bad for you. I won't feel bad. Not, not at all. It's not like you're out exactly. on stone crabs. No. It's not like you have real problems. <laughs> if you're like me and shudder at the thought of low-rise jeans and pluck-thin eyebrows making a comeback, you're a millennial. And if you're a millennial, it's time to add Clarins Multi-Active Cream to your daily routine. I have to tell you, I'm a huge Clarins fan. I've been using them for years. I love, love, love them. They are such high quality. They're like a legacy brand. My skin always looks better whenever I'm using Clarins products. And it's no different with the Clarins Multi-Active Cream. You've been adulting for a while, so the daily stress of just trying to keep your life together can cause stress aging. Yes, that's a thing. The good news, Europe's number one skincare line has a solution you can trust. Rooted in nature and innovative with science, Clarins has a long legacy of creating industry-first, 
plant-forward products. Using a skin charger complex made of 2% niacinamide and C. holly bio-extract, Clarins Multi-Active Cream has been clinically proven to target the first visible signs of aging by smoothing lines and wrinkles, refining pores, evening tone and texture, and strengthening the skin's moisture barrier. While Multi-Active Cream can't bring back the golden age of boy bands, it can de-stress your skin. Go to Clarins.com UUP and get Multi-Active Day and Night Cream for 10% off, a free welcome gift, plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S.com slash UUP with promo code UUP, Clarins.com slash UUP with promo code UUP. Nothing gives me naked confidence like really nailing a tough workout. There's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ. But a very close second, Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's the game-changing whole body deodorant for those who love feeling confident from head to toe. And you up listeners can now receive a special offer. New customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code UUP at LumiDeodorant.com. L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Making sure that I smell good is like one of my top things to feel confident. If I'm scared that I might be like having an odor, that is going to totally throw off my confidence. So I love Lumi so I can feel confident that I'm smelling fresh every day. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Yes, anywhere. It's baking soda-free, paraben-free, and pH-balanced for safe use below the belt. Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Choose from a variety of bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code UUP for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code UUP at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Today we are talking about um, the fourth date slump, and I think that you might have something to say. I mean, about the this fourth one. date slump—we all know it. A tale as old as time. Um, yes, it, it, it is. Listen, first date, second date, third date, fuck. Fourth date, yes. fifth date, sixth date, trip. Seventh date, eighth date, ninth date. What are we? You know, it, it is, this is kind of the schedule you are on. I mean, I, I did you ever feel the fourth date slump, so to speak? Did you feel a, like that it was always happening, a, a, a theme, so to speak? I did find that, I mean, if I, usually if I can get, most of the time, if I were to get to the fourth date, mm-hmm. I was like already into the person. Right. Um. On occasion, you you know, it was with the, I think I've talked about this before, but that guy you're kind of on the fence yet for you're kind of on the fence with, and you can kind of go in every direction. If I don't want to sleep with someone by the fourth date, then I'm like, all right, I've given them three dates. Have you ever been um, on the on the over. on the edge of sleep with someone or not? And you're like, well, if they go, then I'll I'm in. Do you know what I mean? If they make the move, like if they yeah, yeah you're on the third date and you go, well, if they push for. And it gets physical and I'm, I'm attracted to them enough. You know, I've had a good time. I'm yeah. not sure about this, but I'm attracted to them enough where if it got physical, I would go down that road and see what happens. Have you ever been on that like edge? Yeah. Yeah. I have. That's where it's like, and I hate to say this cause it sounds like icky, but I often think that that would happen. That fourth date thing would happen. And maybe it's partly because like there's a friendship vibe mm. 
And maybe, but partly sometimes it's because the guy wasn't really making like any sort of sexual moves like early enough. And I hate to say that because it sounds like, oh, like be aggressive sexually, which is not like really the message that I'm trying to give. But I do think that there's like, if there's, if the guy is like too hesitant to make a move, it can sometimes feel like you've gone too far and then there's no like sexual chemistry. So I guess my, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm, conf- I'm a little confused. So basically you're saying on the fourth date, you're like, let's get physical just so I can see what this is all about. Or are you like, I'm not even going to get physical with them because they haven't made a move until date four. It's almost like it's too late. And now I've sort of categorized them differently in my mind mm-hmm. or there's like, it just, and again, maybe it's not too late. Maybe it's just, there was no sexual chemistry to begin with, Right. but sometimes you'll like, if you go on a first or second date and there's no real moves being made in, for women more, I think than men, you'll be like, well, maybe, you know, I'm not seeing them in the right context or it's just, they haven't had an opportunity to make a move. And like, you're you, like, let me give it another one. And then a certain time amount of time passes where you're like, I just don't see this being like that kind of relationship. I'm just not as like physically excited about, you know, it's being with them. It's almost like if someone doesn't try to make out with you early enough, the window passes and you never want to make out with them again. That's interesting. It's funny because like I've been on dates where it's like, make out didn't happen. And like when you're younger, I think as a guy, you go, oh, maybe they're not, you know, like maybe they're not a sexual person. You know, because I'm, you know, yeah. I think a lot of, I think most guys are on the first date because they are sexually attracted. Like, there's no, like, let's see how they are on the date. Right. You know, so I think, like, you know, when the makeout doesn't happen, it's like, but then as you get older, I think I, like, have come to realize, like, this doesn't have the secret sauce. You know, we're, we're not making, yeah. you know, it, it's not sugar and water, it's oil and water. Like, we're not, mi- there's no mix here. You know, like, I agree. you know, I think that's what it comes down to more than, like, Who's sexual, who's not sexual, because like you just need it, it's got to have that, you know, that that mix in the air, that that thing that comes together that you're like, let's go to the next bar. You know, let's go and get mm-hmm. closer, I guess. And and sometimes surroundings don't let that happen. I think a lot of times for me, like I set up dates before I go to shows and there's like this weird thing. Like if I if you have somewhere else to go from a date, I don't think it services you well to see about if like, I think this, I agree. this is feedback for myself, you know, like more, yeah. if you're like, well, that's why I told you go out when you have nothing to do it. Right. And and that's something I need to be better about because like, I think like this is advice given that I don't even take, like if you're, and, and but it, sometimes you'll be on a date with someone. They're like, I have to be out by this time. I have to be home early. If you're doing, and I'm not saying that you can't go home early. Like, l- listen, that's, that's okay to have that excuse built in because maybe you want to get out of the date whatever but i'm saying if you give the date a chance to have the night like that does give you ample opportunity to be like instead of going on three dates with someone you know where you're like you where you're like well let's see they didn't make a move on date one or two the third i think that like like sometimes i'll get done with the first date where i have somewhere to go and i'm like okay goodbye and i'm like waving you know like gotta go and i'm like the mascot waving you know like and it's like I, I think that that's a lot in the setup, you know, a lot in the, you know, where, you know, oh, let's go to this drink spot and, and the timer yeah. goes on and an hour and a half later you go, okay, well, I have to be up for gym class tomorrow, you know? 
Yeah, no, I agree. And I think that there's maybe like, again, a difference for men and women where it's like, I don't think men feel this that often and tell me if I'm wrong, where it's like, I can go on three dates with someone and be like, I find you attractive, but I'm not sexually attracted to you. Um, yeah, not as much. I think like, right. I think you got to see that sex can happen very quick. Again, like we're simple beasts. I, I, I don't like it. I, I think that's also the problem with dating app matches, like the way guys receive it. It's like, yeah, you know, well, they've said they're into me physically, you know, like, and, and right. I, 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 which is not, which the is case. not the case, you know. If, yeah, it, I mean, it's yeah, it is the case, but it's but it's about so much more than that, for right? Us. It's so much smaller than maybe the guy is building up in their head, and I think like, mm-hmm. you know, something that we we have talked about on. And or we haven't even taped this yet, but it, it'll be out by or I'm, I'm assuming it might be out by now on the you up with benefits like this idea of like, what gets you motivated? You know, like this is why you get a lot of guys on the fourth date slump. I think a lot of times are dating app guys where they're like they're falling off because they're like, I've gotten the you know, I've gotten something out of the match. And knowing that you are attracted to me, even though I think it's more than you know, like even though I think you're more attracted to me than you are, that's kind of all I needed. You know, there was no mystery right. here, <laughs> you know, where you go, ah, I know they're attracted to me. We went on three dates. Is this worth it at this point? Right. Where that's, the, I mean, that's the shitty part because it feels like that's very much attached to sex. It, it, right. Where then it can feel like, oh, he got what he wanted. Right. And even if and you now, don't have sex, though, you know, like I, I agree. Like if you had sex on that third, let's say, you know, hypothetically, you have sex on that third date and you go, well, I know they're attracted to him. We've had sex and now I'm kind of coming to terms with. Is this more than do I like? Right. It? Do I like you? Yeah. Is this something I should keep going with? Because now now that we've had sex, now it's like, OK, my actions are doubling, you know, oh, they went on the date after sex. They must really like me. Again, in the way where it's like, you're not that attracted to us. We're not, it's not that big a deal to go on that fourth date. Right. It's an interesting thing of of, of like opposites and assumptions. Yeah. It's like the paradox of dating. Right. Like it's very, that's why dating is so hard because it's so hard to find that sweet spot of like, we're both like each other on maybe not the exact same level, but like close enough Mm -hmm. that it's sort of this magical mix of like the man doesn't become less attracted, obviously in a heterosexual relationship and the woman doesn't become more attracted once you get to that point. It's like, yeah, if you could see the fit, it'd be a fun like movie thing or a TV thing to see the physical and mental graph on a chart, like to see like where the mental Mm -hmm. goes up, where the physical goes down, like over the, like a, like a, like a heat map, so to speak. Over the course of the date, like right. the guy comes in, physical is at an all-time high, you know, um, mental isn't really something he's thinking about. And then as the date goes on, the mental goes up, the physical stays up, you know, like, and, and on the other side, right. the woman's like, the physical's way down, but the mental is like somewhat halfway up the chart. And then it goes down when he doesn't know how to hold his fork. And then, it, you know, like it's, uh, it would be interesting yeah. to see. Well, that, well, that's why I can feel like, a move to not have sex with someone, even if you're really into them, right. if you're a woman, because you're like, 
All right, let's see how important this, like, let's see. Are you almost forcing the person to get get to know you on a deeper level and make that decision before you go there because you're... You know, if you sleep with them, you're going to go higher. Right. And, and you, you're forcing the guy to, you're basically forcing the cum out of his body. You, you know, to put it in icky terms, you're basically saying, go home, masturbate on this, come back, right. you know, <laughs> you know like, come back, you know, text me after that, you know, deal with this. And yeah. I think when the fourth date slumps, even, you know, there, there's people listening being like, well, I get the fourth date slump even without sex. I'm like. Yeah, that was kind of, you, you kind of, they had, the guy had sex with you. You know, whether you had right. sex with him or not, he had sex with you. You know, like, you know, he went home and thought in his head and, and, and in a certain, and I know that sounds bad, but like. No, I think it's, I think that's good thing. Like, Cause then it's better than doing it with you. And if you're the kind of person <laughs> who becomes more attached after sex, right. then like, for, for me, I'm like, great. Like I didn't go there. I didn't get to that point. It hurts less. Let's read the email. Let's do it. Okay. Hi, J&J. Avid listener, benefit subscriber. Thanks for solving the world's dating problems. I'm a 26-year-old woman in a major city, and I find that after the third or fourth date, men often have a vibe shift where it goes from them being very interested, pursuing, connected, to them seeming much less interested for no apparent reason. Jared, you've talked about your own fears about getting to the fourth or fifth date. Is there anything someone in the situation could do to make the third or fourth date less serious or to support the fearful person in getting over this hump? I'm looking for a boyfriend, but it's not a deal breaker for me if someone I really like needs a second to slow down or have space. Thanks. Fourth date to friend zone. It's, I mean, again, to repeat something we say all the time, a tale as old as time. Like if you said this, you could say this in any language, in any, in any part of the country and some woman would look at you and go, sing it, sister. Like, you know, like it is, and it's, it, it, it's crazy how relatable it is. You're like, this can't be something every guy who's never met is doing, but it's like, yes. Right. You know, like it. Well, it, yeah. Cause it's, cause kind of just like women will go on, like they're, if they're on the third or fourth date, they're like, they're see they're emotionally masturbating. Right. They're seeing it. Most, I mean, and again, I don't want to see everyone, but a lot of women, if they're at that point, they could see it going somewhere. doesn't mean they want to be with you forever, but they wouldn't be there if they didn't. And I don't think that's usually the case. For well, and I think guys know that. Like the idea of like, that's why the response of like, I wasn't looking to get married is a, to not a stupid response, but it is a, it's a response that kind of, um, it, it it glosses over the point. Like, mm-hmm. no guy thinks you want to get married, but every guy does think you would like to see where this could go if you're on the third or fourth date. So, yes. and here's the, here's the math I'm doing. And again, I've okay. been better at this. I have been, as you know, I've been kind of ending things earlier than maybe I would have in the past. Right. Even before physicality, like, uh, you know, getting to that level and you do the math. And I, I, this, this is a little, this is part paranoia. This is part anxieties that are for me, but I'm assuming if they're happening for me, they're happening for a lot of guys. You're doing the math on like, I'd rather not be considered the bad guy than keep trying with someone that I can't see it with. 
And that's the math every mm-hmm. guy is doing. And, uh, you know, there, there's like, there's this thing where it's like, a lot of women will go, no, but I just want to see what this is. And they're right they're, I'm not saying they're wrong. They're like, let's just date and we'll figure this out. And it's like, and you go, yeah, but I don't want to do the thing where it's this, like, you're, you're a mess on the floor, you know, and I'm this guy who's like, well, I tried. <laughs> What's that? Right. And then, yeah, no, it can feel like the, the, um, expectations and the um the pressure feels very not even not it's like you're too far away on that how much do i like you scale right or how invested in 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 this am i scale right and you you're adam sandler and they're jerry (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah like but so you're right you're right because to them it's to this guy you know maybe it's like yeah let's see and it's like you know you know, we get this email about the three monther. We get this about the one year. We get this, and and mm-hmm. you go, listen, let's see what this. We all know the pie of a relationship is physical, it's mental, it's it's it's. There's a whole pie of things that someone's looking for in a person, and they're trying to see if that pie is the right mix for them. And then you go, I was just date. You know, like how many times? You know, like I guess this works into my own fears, but we talked about this on oversharing. Where it's like, yeah, you know, you get told a lot of times, like, I'm just dating and I'm trying to figure this out. And this other person on the other side is an adult. And this is about male ego, too, where it's like they're going to be fine. But I think a lot of times, like the feedback you hear is like any guy who decided dated someone for a number of months and then got and then went, you know what? This isn't the match for me is evil asshole douchery guy. I disagree okay. that that's what is thought about them in mature, normal female circumstances. Okay. I, I mean, I think about the Julia episode, mm-hmm. right? Right. Where in the Julia Sunday special, we talk about this. And I thought like up until the very end, I thought he had done nothing really wrong. Right. I think it's totally okay to date someone However long, I mean, we talked about this on oversharing too. It's okay to date someone as long as you want. And then when you're not interested in anymore to end it, Mm -hmm. like you're allowed to change your mind. I think where it becomes, where the man becomes quote unquote evil or bad or like buck boy or whatever, you know, the, you want to call it is when he's indecisive Mm -hmm. and he sends you mixed signals and he comes back after that without regard for your feelings, because then it's like, feels like the addict drug dealer situation where it's like the person knowing full aware that you're more invested in it than them feels kind of lonely and then comes back to you. Right. I really think that's really the only scenario in which case I'm like, this guy is not a nice guy when, because anyone's allowed to not date someone. Like, right. That, like in, in the scenario where that person is evil, like anyone who doesn't want to marry you is evil. Like, no, that's not, I don't think that's a fair assessment of anyone. I, it's more like anyone who doesn't want to be with you, but then makes you think at times that you might or continues to sort of like interact with you for their own ego mm-hmm. or for their own feeling. That's when it becomes 
a situation where one person is kind of being taken advantage of. Right. I guess, I guess the, 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 when it comes to like, I, I totally agree with you. And when you look at it that way, you go, Oh, this is, this is all a stupid con. You know, this is a stupid fear that men have. But I think when you're on that third date and you go, do I opt in or do I opt out? And, and, and it's a very small opt in. It's not even, you're being asked to do a lot. You go, Oh, let me just delete the apps and see what's going on with this person. And mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think that that feels like a big hill to go over when you're like, but I don't see the long-term potential here. And then someone would go, well, you know, how do you even know? And you go, well, that's and then the you go, question, well, right? I don't know, but if I spend time on this doing the you know a lot of times men are fixers like we so you 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 know if a woman's if if any woman i've ever dated when they're like i don't feel sick i'm like what can i get you do you need water like you want to fix it right away and they go i i don't need anything just i'm not feeling well and you go well and i would always go do you need to go to the hospital and it was like annoy the fuck out of whoever i was there yeah i'm like i would annoy me right (laughs) right and i go and right. it is a, the more I found out that annoys people, the more I did it, you know, as a joke, uh, hospital or like to me to even say, I feel sick as we went over last episode, I, you know, I, it would take a lot for me to be like, I don't feel well. And, right. Well, maybe you're expecting other people to try to come in and fix it. Sometimes you just want to like say it and then just nothing. You don't need anything. You just want them to know that. That's how you feel. You need a man. Right. And I've never. To feel that I way. Underst- I, yeah. I understand that, but I don't. Like, it's just not something I would do, but right. I understand it. And I I do think, like, when I've opted in and I've been like, I'm off the apps, I'm going to, like, concentrate on what this is. I, I Even without saying it, you know, I'm like, okay, let's do the brunch with your friends. I'm down. You know, and then yeah. I, uh, let's do, you know, you want to come down to Florida? I, my parents, there's seafood night. They're having stone crab. To me, I'm like, that's the process of dating. And then. When, right. And then when you end it, you go, you get the, well, how, you know, it feels detrimental. You know, I, I do have this. How could you do this? How could you, how could you invite me to Florida and have seafood with your parents? Right. This didn't mean when, more to right. you. I was like, that's just dating to me. Well, and then you go, maybe, you know, maybe that's the part of like, listen, they're an adult. They could have said to me at any time, this is too much for me. What does this mean? Um, if I go, mm-hmm. I'll be more invested. I wish someone would would say this to me. Because then I would maybe go, well, to me, this is four months. I, I don't right. you know. I get it. I get it. It's this constant negotiation. I think that's what these that's why at these third date junctures, these fourth date, will we, won't we? You go, ah, I'm going to get all the if I really did this, I. Sorry, can I ask you a different question? If someone gets to that three or four month mark, does that mean they were more interested in you than the third or fourth date? guy like what is the difference in someone who ends it after the third or fourth date and someone who ends it after the third or fourth month not to sound really like i have no feelings whatsoever but there's like i and i mean we've talked about this like you know the sex in the city light on cab light on cab light Mm -hmm. off like it is somewhat situational you know like as bad as that sounds i think everyone male female does have that thing with it what do you mean well i think you go like that's the reason cuffing season exists 
You know, you go, right. it's cold. Okay. We're, I'm not really going out as much. We're having a great time together. Let's keep it going. Let's keep dancing at this party. Yeah. I don't think that's, I don't think that's, it's, it's, it's just not as romantic. I like, there's people out there six months in that are like, but that's, that's perfect for people to hear. It It takes the, um, personal, it takes the edge off. Right. Yeah. It's not personal. It it really isn't. And it's, it's, Hey, my job is great. I kind of see promotions coming. I'm, I'm affording my apartment. Yeah. This is. I don't really have other stresses that I did before right. when I was 26. You know, you know, at 30, I, I do think it's like, I mean, honestly, like in my life, like I, if I was three months in, it would be like, there's people that I was three dates in that maybe I would have given more of an uh, opportunity to when I was going to open mics versus now, you know, like, right. And, and it, yeah, it, it, I think that's so, I think, I think that's a great thing to hear. Cause it means it's so, so little of it is about uh, the person that I, I, and much more about you. I totally think it's like this three date thing. I think it's like way more situational than it is personal. Mm-hmm. Cause you go, Oh, we're having a good time. What else is going on? And then you go, so well, I, you know, again, it, it, there is this other thing where it's like in their pocket is like seven other matches that they have on a dating app and maybe they're just out there to like, but I'm saying for someone who's really looking for something and you've had this like pretty good three, four day thing, you go, well, what's, again, this is also like, I'm going to Europe in a week. Like if I had a great first date tonight, I don't think it's, it, it doesn't really have a good chance because I'm going to be gone for 20 days. That's for anyone listening who might be going out, Jared. There's no dates. I, I've deleted. I am I am like, I feel very refreshed. Free bird. I'm a free, uh, cluck, cluck. I, I don't know. That's not a bird. Yeah. That's a, <laughs> it's a chicken. I mean, guess free it's a chicken. Um, no, I think that's very important to hear. And so then to bring it back to the listener's question right. of, is there anything someone in this situation could do to make the third or fourth date less serious? No, I don't think that's what you, that you should be trying to do at all. Right. I wouldn't be changing yourself to fit these guys. Instead, I think it's about asking the right questions on these first few dates and kind of like, someone doesn't have to explicitly say it, but I think that there are signs that someone is either, you know, to find out what place in someone's life they're at. Right. And I, I would know? also say, and and again, to go back to the situational, the situational aspect of this kind of talk that we're having, if you're on first date drinks, second date drinks, third date dinner, that is going to be if you, if your dates are according to schedule, so will your breakup. So it is my belief that you're which is fine. which is fine. I but think, yeah. this, this is okay. But I, I to me, it's not a wonder that when you're on a date, a dinner date, and entrees come, and and then you know, in order of how these things usually go. And I'm not saying you have to be like, well, let's go to the park on the third date. I'm just saying that like. A lot of these dating app meetups go on this like very schedule specific trajectory. Spe- very specific, totally great way to put it. The specific trajectory where you go, of course he's going to go back and reassess the notes after the third day because third day dinner. What's next? It's hang mm-hmm. at the apartment, and now this is a bigger thing. So maybe it's like you know if this person's like. 
maybe it's a little bit of like, um, you know, I'm not, you know, when we talked about like holding out for physicality, like a matchmaker Maria has their 12 date rule where you go on 12 dates or hangs. Well, that's, this is the point I, I want to bring up is she, she'll count seeing each other randomly for coffee as, as a, one of the 12. And I think yeah. more of that, like, Hey, I'm out right now. Come meet up. Hey, I'm doing this. Want to get coffee. Hey, I'm going for a walk on the highway. Want to do this. I think that kind of helps this out a little bit more to like take it out of. And Milady, will you be going on the first date? And and I shall send you the pigeon with the invitation for our dinner date on Thursday. And every Thursday, you know, it takes the formality out of it. I think that kind of helps this person. Right. Like, let's get to know each other in jeans instead of slacks, so to speak. I agree. And I also think waiting to sleep with someone, again, yes. makes the stakes less high for you. Right. And maybe them. And again, I don't think I don't think waiting to sleep with someone gets someone to commit to you. I think that getting waiting to sleep with someone gets someone who's gets you. It's about you, not about them. Right. It's about you feel less inve- less uh, pressure on the situation because it matters less to you because you haven't gotten that that chemical sleeping together thing. And yet. so much is made of guys being like, "Oh, she didn't have sex with me. I don't like her anymore." No, no, no. no. That's not. I really great. I, well, that's that, a, I mean, if that's the case, I'm saying, no, then, like I'm sure that's the case sometimes. Right. Well, if that's the case, great. Dodge you dodge a bullet, but also like I've never heard guys complain about a hand job from someone they like. <laughs> <laughs> like I, you know, I'm just saying. Like yeah. I've never been like, oh, this, this, this girl that I really like gave me a hand job. Like no, no, no. You're like no, I'm, I'm in the game, I'm getting right. handies. So yeah, I mean it's the same thing as like a, a coffee date with someone they really like. right. No one cares, you know. Oh, I feel like you know, right. If you like the person, doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, and I just want one more Please. note about her again to support the, the to support the fearful person in getting over his hub. And I think that's an interesting thing because I think, and I'm sure you've experienced this before, where it's like if you're ending something after the third date, I don't think there's anything someone can say to you that would bring you back in. Is it? Or uh, should they try? No, 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 no. Right? I, I mean, like, no. I, I think, like, don't take it so personally, too. Like, I think the person... I'm happy you brought up, like, it's not personal. It's like, you know, like, I'm happy we went down that road. Because I've sent this text... Good or bad, it's not personal. There are people who would date anyone. Like, right. <laughs> right. And it's not because of you. No, I'm saying it's not because they get along. I'm not saying it's a bad thing either. It's like they get along with many people. They fall into relationships extremely easy. That's all. That can also seem like like bad, but it's also kind of like, yeah, you found someone who's like relationship oriented right. and really likes that. And like really, you know, it's not about you, but it's also like it's less romantic because it's not about you. Right. I mean, <laughs> how many people that are married out there? Like how you, no one ever says that at the wedding. That's the problem. No one's like, you know, at first it wasn't about you. You kind of served a purpose. You know, like that's most marriages. Like at first, that's we true, were at the right, right place. Well, that's no real- one on the Our Story page is like, yeah, it was two people at the right time of life that really were lucky to, you know, intersect each other on the x-axis of the graph. And then you go, well, that's yeah. not fun. But it is a lot. That's way more a percentage of people's relationships than anything else. Like, listen. Your parents probably got together because they were within the same city confines of each other. There wasn't, hey, I matched with someone in another city. 
You know, like. And here's the thing. It looks healthier that way. Right. It's always like it's the the least romantic story is usually the healthiest story, <laughs> to be totally honest. The most romantic story of, you know, we were star crossed lovers and we had to like there usually has some toxic elements to it. That's why, you know, there's no great love stories that you see on TV or in the movies that are super straightforward. Right. Like the healthiest thing is usually the most straightforward thing. They met, they really liked each other, um, right place, right time Mm -hmm. and similar values. And it wound up turning into a relationship, which turned into a marriage, which turned into your parents, whatever. (laughs) That's right. It's, and that's why you're here. Right. Yeah. I mean, the, the, but the, um, the exciting stories are usually the most toxic. Oh my God. (laughs) And the, the will they, won't they Jim and Pam. If you explain Jim and Pam to people, she cheated on her husband, mostly cheated on her husband. You know, like, yeah, it's fucked up, not healthy. Great. Our story. Right. (laughs) Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's big give week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including headliners, Ulta, Fenty Beauty, Levi's, Adidas, and so much more. Seriously, the list seems endless. Rakuten is how the -the in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. Personally, I'll be shopping for beauty and apparel. You can save on everything you need for summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. You know I love to find the best deals while I'm shopping. And trust me, Rakuten is the hack to save money while shopping. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because members can earn cash back on everything they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, travel, and dining. And this week only, you're going to get the best deals ever. Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you can get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I'm wearing a Quince sweater literally right now. They make the best cashmere sweaters and they're so well-priced. It's like, honestly, my dream store. I also have an amazing down comforter from them. They cut out the middleman and they really just give you these really, really high quality items that last a long time and that they're at an amazing price point. Quince has amazing items like premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash UUP for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash UUP to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash UUP. Let's do some awkward sex. You ready? Sorry, let's do it. Yeah. Hey, Jaron Jordana. I'm now happily engaged. But this story is from when I was with my ex about 10 years ago. We were fresh out of college when his parents asked him to do, to do, 
when we were fresh out of college when his parents asked him to dog sit at their house in the suburbs, about 30 minutes from the city we both lived in. I drove out to spend an afternoon with them, drinking the free wine and enjoying all the luxuries of suburb life, including playing with their big, rambunctious Labrador Retriever. After a few glasses of wine, we discovered whipped cream in his parents' fridge, so we decided to experiment with food in the bedroom for the first time. Not to mention, in his childhood bedroom, the plan was to uh, that I'd apply a whipped cream bikini while laying on the bed, and he'd come into the room when I was ready. Clearly, we needed liquid courage to make this happen, so we went to get refills of wine and left the bedroom door open. I then carefully sprayed the whipped cream onto my body in the shape of a broad underwear. I looked exactly like Allie Larder in Varsity Blues, or so I thought. She does say so herself. (laughs) (laughs) Just like Allie. Uh, Yeah. I yelled ready, which he did not hear. But guess who did hear? The giant lab who came running into the bedroom, jumped on the bed, and proceeded to aggressively lick every last bit of this bikini off of me. I didn't expect the only tongue that would touch my nether regions that day would be that of a dog. He eventually came up to see me completely mortified and naked, pushing the dog off of me after she had a nice afternoon snack. We did not reattempt food in the bedroom for the last the rest of our three-year relationship, signed Canine Cunnilingus. What do you think? This is funny. Very cute. This is very cute. This is, I mean, first of all, the whipped cream bikini from Varsity Blues. That movie to me, when we were in, I think I might have been in middle school when that came out whatever it was that was the height of coolness that was the that that was like like the the whipped cream bikini the 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 texas football aspect everything about that movie to me was like that is goals do you know what i mean or do you yeah <laughs> right it's like it, it's like the um it's like the, the that's what cool is right yeah. it was like i i when she said put the bikini on the body i was like yeah, we all thought that was like what sex is. Like that's what people are doing. <laughs> have you uh have you ever had someone do that? We I've done the food thing. I I I don't think it's ever been as good as it's been advertised as. What do you think? I agree. I think it's it's like many other things, sex on the beach, whatever it is. I think it's always like um it looks better in the movies when they do it. Right. It, it's a mess. You have to clean it up afterwards. It's not like, like this. Yeah, they don't show that. Right, they don't show that. <laughs> Imagine Diversity Blues. They're showing the. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, like, the, the, I mean. All, they're showing the sheets <laughs> with the sticky sheets right, you, and all that You're going to sleep yeah. in it afterwards. I mean, that's why all this stuff should be done in hotels. Like, let's just make sure you tip your housekeeping staff and let's do this all in a hotel and be able to leave it the next day. You know, I, 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 there, I, this is why people like get hammered and do drugs when they have sex. Like you don't even want to realize like the mess you're sleeping in. You know what I always think about with that too? Um, There's this scene in American Beauty Mm. with uh, Kevin Spacey and uh, Annette Bening. And they're like, I guess not in a great marriage. And then like something happens where they're going to have sex on the couch. And like, they're like about to have sex. And then she goes like, wait, like the couch was like just, like this was like imported fabrics on the like newly upholstered couch. And she's like, let's not. And he's just, and he, then he starts like yelling at her about caring about the couch. And that to me is just kind of like the crux of like reality versus <laughs> romantic movie. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, 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 
I know what you're talking about. And I totally, it, it is like, cause in his mind, he's like, we just need to have this carnal moment. And she's like, but there's reality. We, I will be mad about this couch more than I will be turned on by this moment. Right. And it's just about like the perfect, like discussion of like spontaneity versus responsibility. Right. Well, that's why, and, that's why the yeah. first time you use whipped cream, you go, let's do, you almost wish you had that wonder that 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 naivete that whipped cream isn't that sticky it's just whipped cream we'll lick it all off and then we'll be just the same we were before we had the whipped cream that you know this is age kind of ruins everything it's a fairy tale it is a little bit of a fairy tale you you realize life isn't that you know that great i don't know maybe someone needs to come out with like <laughs> some sort of hose system for whipped cream nights if you're listening and you want to sponsor the show, <laughs> do it. What's the, what is the, have you ever had to use other food? Like there's chocolate sauce. People get into whipped cream. There's like the edible underwear or some shit. Edible underwear. I never understood. I never thought that that like anyone thought that was sexy, even though that's something that like you can just buy a bunch of. Right. Like I, <laughs> I mean, I think it's very uncomfortable. I don't know. how. I've never worn it, but I, I, <laughs> I, I will say it's just one of those things that you go there's so much of it for sale that it kind of feels like people are just like what do we do during sex we gotta turn this thing up a little bit and someone's like i don't know edible underwear it's like a, it, it almost is like that is acceptable to be publicized yeah i mean i've discussed this before i don't like food in the bedroom <laughs> <laughs> crumbs in the sheets i don't like a the messiness. I don't. Mike is not allowed to eat in bed. I think it's ugh, so I don't red like flag it. or deal breaker. They need food in bed every time you have sex. They need to have their own separate sex bedroom. Then that is not my problem. <laughs> oh, it's so it's about the. That's cleaning. not like the one where I'm. Yeah, I think it's like you know I, I don't want like crumbs in your bed. Like that's gross. Red flag or deal breaker. They bring out food the first hookup. So you're in bed and they're like, like they're like, like they order. Food? No, they, or is this part, part of, the, of sex? the sex? They're like, oh. first time you hook up there, you're making out. They're like, I got whipped cream in the fridge. Would you be? No, you can't do. You're like, this is too much. <laughs> I mean, we talk about this a lot. I feel like it's kind of like you've got to ease into. Shit. Right. It's a little cheesy, like, too. You can't bring out. Yeah. Not to. Yeah. Pun intended. I like pun it. Exactly. Maybe it's like our first Valentine's Day and they're trying to do something creative or out of the box. That's fine. First time, I think, should be first time. Just, let's just decide if, <laughs> if like the two of us is OK. Right. Red flag deal breaker. They use savory food. Like a like a, a handle. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they come out with it. They're like, you know, what, you know what turns me on? A pizza, a, a turkey yeah. leg. No, I don't think we're going to work. Did you have names for this one? Varsity Blues. I had, uh, Ready Whipped. Like that one. What do, you, what do you have? I had Doggy Style. I had Eskimo Brothers. Okay. But I guess it was a female dog. Now that I'm rereading it. Um, looking like a dog snack. And then oh, I like that. here's my best one. You ready? Feastiality. Okay. <laughs> like bestiality, but food. Yeah. I like, okay. There you go. Yeah. Um, yeah, you got to be wary of big dogs. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the most disgusting part about this is that a golden retriever sheds. 
to me. So there's like in. <laughs> You're more disgusted by the I'm, hair. Yeah, than I'm right. Know. The dog's licking you. The, the hair's everywhere. You got, you're sticky. So it's like, you know, it's like when someone does the, you know, the, the chicken thing when they, you know, they, it's a tar and feather situation. You know, like with you, you're right. sticky from the ready way. Now there's now there's hairs coming off of the dog, so you're just covered in sticky yeah. dog hair. Like to me, I'd be like, I would literally take my finger and nudge her into the bathroom to take a shower. At this point, yeah, th- this is only okay with a uh, non-shedding dog, right. <laughs> like a, a a golden doodle. That's right. This is why they exist. This is right? for this purpose. <laughs> You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and every body. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop Shop at skims.com, now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know I sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows. Let's do another email. All right. Hi, J&J. I'm in a predicament. My best friend from high school and her boyfriend have been together for about a year and he sucks. <laughs> I can hear her saying this. For context, she was a bit of a late bloomer and was very insecure for a long time. She sort of decided she wanted to find a boyfriend and dated very few people before getting together with him. But I have a few issues. Well, I have an itemized list of issues. Right. This friend is <laughs> is a very specific type of friend. Seriously. She is so out of his league. Not that looks should matter, but she's an outgoing, tall, very fit blonde, and he somewhat resembles a skinny caveman. It looks... In looks and social skills. To be fair, he does seem to realize how out of his league she is, and as such, is obsessed with her. Two, he's very awkward and doesn't seem to have much or any ambition. The second part wouldn't annoy me if he was extremely supportive of her career and wanted to be a stay-at-home dad or something. Instead, he does not seem to be competent at literally any household tasks, cooking, cleaning. How does she know this? Right. That was um, the, I've, I, I have a <laughs> like lot of she, notes on her. She, is, she, is she touching the windowsill? Like the... <laughs> Like, is he walking around with a feather duster and she's like, oh, he's doing right. that wrong. Like, how? Yeah, I, I wrote that down. Like, who are you to yeah. know how good at household chores he is? You know, like I. Does she live with them? Right? And they've right. been together a year. Like, I don't even know my friend's wives' names. They've been together 18 years. They got kids. Like, <laughs> the, how do you know how the, well that this person cooks and cleans? She's very invested. I, it seems. And she's currently. As she is currently in med school, he has brought up that he wants her to do residency near his very rural hometown on the other side of the country from all of her friends and family. She's made it pretty clear she wants to remain in a big city and has no desire to move across the country. Three, she has mentioned several times that while he has met her family, he is very cagey about introducing her to his family, even over FaceTime. 
four. Random, but I feel the need to add that I have never seen him wear his own clothes, only her. This is the one that really confused me. <laughs> is he just walking? That How easy. does is it clothes that she purchased for him or actually her yeah. clothes? That part is the weirdest part and needs to be expand on, expanded on more than any of the other. Right. There's a, like, usually I read an email and we're like, okay, I'll take it for what it's worth. This is the one where I was like, I, I don't know what you're even talk, talking about. And, and listen, if he's, this wearing, one was very if he's wearing her clothes and that's what he prefers, I, I guess good for him. Is a, is a, That's the lifestyle. She doesn't care. Yeah, she obviously doesn't care. That's the lifestyle that they're they're living in. Good for them. But it's like, if it's clothes that she's, I guess the only realistic version, it's clothes that she, it doesn't matter actually, because I, it all kind of is in the same vein to me. I, I, I'll i get to it. Go, 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 I agree. go ahead. Five, he has made several odd comments about how I could possibly know things about her that he doesn't. And when we were catching up, made comments along the lines of, oh my God, TMI, your friend doesn't need to know that. As if I haven't known her 10 times as long as he has. The problem is they live in another city because of COVID and some other random events. I'm the only one of our friend group who has met him, and I haven't had the chance to talk to her roommates, college friends, or her sisters to get their opinion. (laughs) Is there anything I can do? She obviously has not seen him in the same way as I do and is totally smitten. Without knowing what literally anyone else thinks of him, I'm not exactly in a position to have an intervention, but it's gotten to the point where I want to turn down plans with my best friend if I know he'll be there. We're both well out of college. And at the point where she could easily end up engaged to this guy in the next year. Do I just have to suck it up and hope for the worst? Sincerely, I can't spend another minute with this man. So this email is like, you know, I don't think there's such a thing as a lot of men who are emailing on behalf of the friend dating the woman that they're not really cool with. What does a man do if he doesn't like his friend's girlfriend? Say nothing and don't hang out with them. Goodbye. It, it, it okay. you know, it would have to be like a close, close, close. And I understand this person's close with the person. Here's the problem that they have. I I wrote down one through her reach. She had five bullet point reasons. Okay, out of, she's out of his league. Isn't a good reason. That is your Agreed. opinion. Okay, you don't know yes. what her type is. You don't know what gets her off in the bedroom. You don't know what makes her wet. Everyone, there's a butt for every seat. Your opinion on her height and good looking and his height and bad looking is irrelevant. Yeah. Also, your friend could suck. Right. We've only heard your opinion. Right. Right. <laughs> right. You're, she's your friend. This is actually a narcissism. Oh, well, she's my friend, so she's right. great. So she must be amazing. Right. Listen, yeah. we're all about hyping up your friends and yes, queen. But a lot of that, you know, Internet shit is detrimental and is stupid. Yeah. So number two, his household chores, his ability at household chores. That is your opinion on how what is value on on someone's value. She says he doesn't make any money, but he's not even good at being a house dad. (laughs) Like to me, this is like if a man said this, it'd be horrific. Where yeah. it's like, she doesn't even work, but she doesn't even want to be a housewife. And it's like. It's not even like he doesn't work. He does have a job. Right. And it's like, and and again, it is your opinion on this guy. Three, he won't introduce her to his family. He's, uh, and that is also your opinion. 
She mentioned it to you, but she hasn't complained about it to you. So you, she never came to you and said, I'm crying a mess and said, he won't introduce me to his family. She's saying he's kind of not done that yet. And now your opinion is he's being cagey about it. Four, he wears his, the clothing thing. I don't know. I mean, but that's. <laughs> Need more info. <laughs> but again, that's your opinion. Your opinion is that it's weird that he doesn't wear his own clothes. She never complained. Right. She hasn't complained. She never about complained about it. it. Five. He says things to you that are a little weird. I mean, I, I think like, oh, you should know. How do you know that TMI? It sounds like he's a nerd and he doesn't really hang out with a lot of people. He's a loser. That's okay. That's your opinion on it. All of these things, unless I, I think a lot of men with their with their friendships and dating, it takes the guy to come to you to be like, what do you think? Give me your real opinion. It would take a lot. And I think this is, I think with a lot of women, you guys feel like we're, you know, since you're taking each other's stories and you're going through, you know, the, the, the ups and downs of dating somewhat together and in a community way, there's this thing is like, you're, wait a minute, you're ruining the community with this shit guy that I don't like. Right. I think I agree with you. I think she is far too invested in this relationship. Right. This is not your relationship. And I think I think a a good friend has a lot of the same qualities as a good parent mm-hmm. in adulthood, right? right? If you're a good friend, you just want your friend to be happy. She hasn't mentioned anything about her friend not being happy. Seems like her friend is into this guy. Right. The only time that I think it's okay to have to try to break someone up or have an intervention or any of that stuff is when one of two things happen. One. The person tells you that they are unhappy and asks what you think and tells you these things and wants to get out of the relationship. Mm. Two, there's some sort of abusive situation happening. I don't, we haven't read anything about that happening. No. Someone not being good at dusting the floors or dusting the ceilings, whatever it is, um, is not your problem or your business. The only thing he's abusing is her underwear that he's wearing. Because he keeps stretching them out. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's good. No, I think that this person, the advice she's saying, how, what her, I mean, she's coming to us for advice on how to, to break them up or something like that. And I think the advice that I have is for her to find something else to be invested. Right. Like hang out. If you don't want to hang out with him, you could just hang out with your friend or you could occasionally go and be in a same situation as them. But I would focus on like, your own Well, lane. you brought this up on oversharing this idea of like, you know, friends, you, you, the, the evolution of friendship. Like she's right. remembering this best friend from way back when who, you know, all of a sudden she's like, I need a boyfriend. Like she's very hung up on the beginning of the email. She's like, she's fixated on the idea of like, oh, she just settled for anyone because she just wanted a boyfriend. And now she's like using that to make her assessment on this new guy where it's like, oh, you've settled because you wanted this boyfriend. Maybe this friend is what, th- this is what they are. You know, this is what they aspire to in a relationship. Yeah. That, you know, and maybe they're never going to be that person that you had this friendship with way back when. And it's not this guy that's ruining it. It's that's just who they are. Right. Because your friend is choosing to be with this right. person. So maybe it's more about them than it is about the person they're with. 
right? Maybe you don't like this friend's decision making. Maybe you like this friend a little less than you thought you did. Absolutely. I, I am here. And again, if they really wanted to like, you know, I, I was in a relationship, I remember, and went on a trip with a bunch of friends. I think that's the way to get if you want to really see, because I think like I would create plans with them to me. That would be if you really wanted to like break them up, you know, Like, but I would say not break them up. But like this will help either way. You're either going to go, wow, he's not as bad as I thought he was. Or you're going to go, this was awful. I never want to hang with this friend again. This is a different person. Or your friend's going to go, man, I see him under a new light because I saw him in the dynamic that I want. Your friend might go, listen, I don't see life with you in the future. But if they see a life with their friends and their family and you get together in this social space where it doesn't work out, then they might come to you and ask you what you think. But that's the only way to go. Right. Because I remember... But also with this with this trip or this hang with the friend, they might decide they don't really like the friend because right. the friend isn't that being that supportive. Absolutely. And because, or being rude to their boyfriend. Absolutely. I think that's because I think this person's looking at their friendship in this like glowy way because they're an out. They don't live in the same city anymore. They had this past together that she's probably thinking was so great, which was fine. And it's like if you really want to like see what the dynamic is with your friend now, make a plan. Let's get together. Let's have a couple's weekend. Let's have a let's go visit your town. Let's all go out this weekend. Let's make a plan with them, you know, and and enjoy the friend and enjoy their partner and see how it goes. I remember I got away. I got home from this vacation. I brought, uh, you know, it was all my college friends and I brought, you know, my my person I was dating at the time and it just didn't go well. The whole weekend was uncomfortable. And I remember getting home and like going to my friend, like, what do you think? And he was like, well, what do you think? And that was like all I needed right. to hear. And I, you know, in my mind, I saw my life involving this group of people in one way or another. And I was like, if this didn't go well, then when is it going to go well? And if your friend said, what do you think? I think that's a that's a good part to hammer, hammer on, right? Where, yeah, but I think that this if this person wants to be an actual friend, to this person. I think if they're talking about her relationship, she could say, what do you love about this like relationship? Like not in a judging mm -hmm. way, but no, in like a curiosity way. Like, like you seem to be, even if she, if she seems really happy, you seem really happy. Like what is, what is it about um, this guy that, that's getting that you, I, I, I noticed you're really happy. Like what, what is it about him? What is it about the relationship? Right. That's curiosity rather than judgment. Absolutely. That's, that's the way to go. What do you think? Right. That's like exactly what your friend said in a more direct way. But if he didn't have the, if you didn't ask, you probably wouldn't have had that opening. Right. I had, you got to ask and curiosity. I think that's the, definitely the advice, curiosity over judgment. Right. I mean, Naomi talked about this on oversharing about like, you know, someone her kid was friends with that she didn't mm. like. That's got to be weird because what are you going to say to your kid? That kid sucks because then your kid's going to go and say it to everyone and say, my mom thinks you suck. Well, so yeah, well, she said one of the, one of the moms wrote in, she was like, I don't like that my kid hangs out with this other kid. This kid is rude. This kid doesn't like, I don't like, you know, bad influence doesn't like this person. And what she suggested, which I think could be applicable to this as well is like a motivational interview. So instead of saying, you're not allowed to go to this person's mm -hmm. house or you're not allowed to hang out with them, you could say, you know, what do you, how, what do you like about this friend? Like, what is this, you know? 
what, how do you feel when you hang out with this friend? And usually like the person sucks. The person is probably going to realize on their own by that motivational interview that they don't really like This is how my parents parented my whole life. And I don't know. I don't know. Even know if it was now I'm realizing, I don't think it was healthy, but they would, they would do, they would do, my mom does this to me all the time. She would get like younger. She'd be be like, I'm going to sleep over at so-and-so's house. She'd be like, why do you want to do a sleepover? She would always make me feel like I was a loser for who sleeps sleeps at someone's house. You're going to sleep on the floor. Why would you want to do that? And I'd be like, um, yeah, I guess I don't want to do that. Like I would, I would, uh, I think that's a little different because she's judging it before you even answer it. She's planting the seeds. Whereas like, she could be like, like, what do you love about sleepovers? And you could be like, I guess nothing. (laughs) Well, I I mean, even this past weekend, I was in Boca. There was someone that wanted to get a drink and like we got done with the buffet at like nine and I was kind of tired and I'm like, oh, maybe I'll go out and get a drink. And then my mom goes, you're going to why would you leave at this hour? And I'm like, why would I leave at this hour? You're right. She's like, your bed is right there. You can just go to bed. I'm like, yeah, why would I do that? (laughs) I think that's a tweaked version (laughs) of what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. it's a less healthy version. I I agree with you. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing, up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. Get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And you always have the option to buy what you love. For sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code UUP20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code UUP20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, with code UUP20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Let's play some games. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. Adding someone on all socials before you've met in person. I started talking to this guy nonstop. He initiated a conversation, wanted to talk late into the night. We were both extremely excited to meet. He had it on his profile that he's looking for something serious. All the flags seemed to be overwhelming green. A couple days before our date, he added me on Facebook. I've personally never done this before and found it a bit weird, but my fantasy about how we were such a good match was in full overdrive. He then added me on Instagram. This, I mean, even going Facebook, then Instagram is bizarre. Yeah, why would why would you start with Facebook? It is crazy. He then added me on Instagram. I guess you wore stats on Facebook. You could get like, where do you went to school? I um, Right. And I guess the mutual friends aspect of it, like, oh, we know these two people. Maybe it's more familiar. Maybe. I, as, yeah. It's almost like a LinkedIn. Right. Because Instagram, you follow. Yeah. So it's like, he, I guess he doesn't want to, conf- he doesn't want to confuse that he's a fan for I'm becoming closer with you. 
Right. I guess that's where Facebook is. It's a two-way street. We both are becoming friends, not – I'm not becoming a fan. I right. Can understand. I agree. He then added me on Instagram where I'm more active. He began sending me cute, funny cat videos, <laughs> replying to my stories and still chatting to me nonstop on WhatsApp. When I told a friend he had added me on socials before we met, she said this was a pink flag. What's a pink flag? I guess it's like not as red of a flag as a red flag. I got you. I thought it meant like it would give you your period. So adding on, <laughs> so adding someone on a bloody flag. A bloody, so adding someone on socials before an in-person meeting, uh, red flag or deal breaker. And then they sent in a post-date update. We had an amazing first date, including him initiating making out and talking to me for a week after. Before he told me he's not interested, I will not be adding someone. <laughs> <laughs> I will not be adding anyone on socials before the date ever again. I obviously unmatched, unfriended, unfollowed. I don't want to see what some guy who went too hot and heavy dropped me is up to for the next 10 years. Thanks. Like, even that response, to go back to our initial drop me, it's like, uh, he was having fun. He was getting to know you. I agree it's a little too much, but. Mm -hmm. Well, I think the lesson here is that it doesn't mean anything. Right. Positive or negative necessarily. Like, it just means this guy, it's not about you. This guy does this with everyone. Right. It, it is not personal to you. And it's as unpersonal yeah. as him leaving. You know? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's It can feel, you can, sometimes the personal thing makes you feel good, but it often makes you feel bad too. Right. I, I you know, let me just start with like, I, I guess like a lot of people will be like, well, they came on hot and heavy to like, with all this stuff to try and trick me into sex. I, I genuinely believe, and this is like me going the empathetic route and me thinking of like when I've done this like over Instagram, over social media connection before the first date, it's because it makes me feel good. You know, like it gives yeah. me a sense of connection. It gives me less loneliness. It gives me something to do in those in-between hours of the day when you're just looking to melt on your phone. So the idea that like, I, I think it's more that than let me make sure I get in her Facebook and her Instagram so that she thinks I'm, I'm husband material. I'm thinking of her in a Facebook way. I don't think it's as much that as it is on the spectrum of what Agreed. it is, you know? So I would think it's a, I think it's a red flag though, to add someone on everything before a first date. So I would say, red it's flag. A, I, I, I might still, go I out. think it's a red flag. I would still go out, but I would also say, I would feel like I was being checked out. Like I would. I, yeah. Well, that's Instagram in general. Right. Yeah. But if I had like, like I have a public profile, like you could check out, you know, this can be done without me. So I think when they do that with a private profile, it's like, let me make sure. I, to me, this is like Googling the restaurant before you go. And then sometimes you do it. I Google the person. Of course. Cheers. Yeah. But I think when you let them know and you follow and you get too involved on. So I, again, it's a red flag, not a deal breaker, but it's like, it's definitely, you do. Th I think they're like, to me, like this guy, like it's not about you. It's about him where I think what he's doing is he is literally like wearing you as a girlfriend and seeing how it feels. Okay. That sounds good. Right. <laughs> right. And then when he goes on one date, right. and it doesn't work out. You go, Okay, at least I know, you know, like, you know, no time really was wasted, but. 
Yeah. No, it doesn't sound like he did anything wrong. And again, I don't know. I don't think that it didn't adding him on socials was the reason that it didn't work out. But I think it's also okay to say, I don't accept follow. I'm not accepting him as a follower until I see how the day goes. You, you wouldn't be the crazy one in that scenario. No. Yeah. Someone could do whatever they want. You don't have to like, okay. So when she says, you know, never like, again, I don't think that had to do with what (laughs) happened. I think it would have happened either way. Never again. All right. I'll do another one. They still wear old clothes or gifted jewelry from an ex. Hey, J&J, my sister noticed I still wear a few shirts that were my exes to the gym or to bed. She asked if my current boyfriend knows or cares that I do this. I was caught off guard because I have never given the shirts any thought. They are part of my t-shirt rotation. And for the record, my boyfriend has never said anything, but maybe he's never realized. They don't have any sentimental value to me, and I'd throw them away if that was the respectable thing to do for the current boyfriend. I guess I just never thought about this because to me, they are just soft t-shirts that I like. To go a step further, this got me thinking about gifts. On special occasions, I will wear a Cartier ring from my ex. Who's this This ex? ex. When I am dressed, right? (laughs) Seriously. When I'm dressing up in nice jewelry, I kept the ring because it's a nice piece of jewelry and I didn't want to throw it out. My boyfriend has never asked about the ring or said anything about my ex. My ex is so far out of my mind, I honestly forget I even dated him. Well, I guess the ring really won't make you that memorable. Um, Should I donate the ring or give it to my sister? Or can I keep wearing it? Should I ask my boyfriend to see if he cares? Is wearing old clothes or gifts from an ex faux pas? Sincerely, good conscience or goodwill? I'm going to tell her right now, her boyfriend has never noticed. I, I, we don't. Notice the shirts were someone else's? The idea that I would look at someone I'm dating, where'd you get that Cartier ring? Like, I wouldn't even, I'd be like, that's just a ring. She would it bother you to know? Well, that's the other thing. Like, I think that was kind of something I wrote down where I was like, it's, it's, I'd never notice unless they told me, but if they told me and then kept bringing it up, I'd be like, why do you need this? What if they told you once? Um, here, if it's a t-shirt they wear to bed, I don't really want to cuddle with another man's t-shirt, you know, like. I, I don't agree. need that in my head that like, I, I don't know, but I, I, it wouldn't make me end it, but I'd be like, why did you even need to tell me if you love that? T- if you like that T-shirt because of its comfort value, that's what it is. It's just a comfortable T-shirt. The fact that you go and and it was my exes. Now you've made it. You've you've kind of it is on your mind more than you would even even admit. Well, here, let's say, let's give it another scenario. Let's say you're like, oh, that's such a funny t-shirt. Mm. Where did you get that? And then they tell you. Um, Is that different? I I guess it is a little different. It's a beautiful yeah. ring. Where did well, you get it? I would never say that. Those words would never go, I come out of my mouth. The t-shirt would more come out of my mouth. And yeah, I don't think afterwards I'd be like, oh, I can't believe I asked. And now I'm sleeping with the boyfriend's t-shirt. You know, I wouldn't care. It really, you wouldn't care that the boyfriend, it was the t-shirt that she wore it all the nah, time. Nah. Well, on the one hand, I'm kind of like, this is a good sign that she's like, so over it that she doesn't care. It's not like it's triggering for her to like, see this right. shirt or this ring that she's like, so over it that she, you know, my mom's been engaged quite a few mm. times and she always says, I never hated anyone enough to give back the ring. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, that's a great line. Uh, which is like, which is a good line. My mom has a few good lines. Um, 
so it's kind of like on the one hand, it's like, okay, I guess it's good that they can see these things and not be like transported back to a time and feel like she never even thinks about the fact that it's there until she does. But on the other hand, if this was me, my husband was wearing an old t-shirt of his (laughs) ex-girlfriend's or let's say he was constantly wearing this like shirt or this tie that his ex got him. I guess if I didn't know, I wouldn't care. But if I knew I would have to just constantly talk about it. Right. And, and, you're seeing their taste on your boyfriend. It's like, I can understand like this idea of like, I don't think a lot of, you know, this is a little cliche, but like the idea of like dressing your boyfriend, like you're just basically seeing, like you're seeing how they decorated your right. thing. And <laughs> like it's, uh, I can understand it's why that's a little yeah. weird where you're like, why well, this is, this is my thing to decorate. This is my thing to, tell he looks good in the jeans. Not they, you know, like, I think the difference is like, like, I don't think a guy gives a girl his shirt and is like, you lo- I knew you'd look great in that shirt. Like there was no thought behind the bed right. t-shirt. But the ring. Yeah, even the, the ring, even the ring he was guessing. He was like, it's a ring from Cartier. I know that's, you know, it wasn't yeah. like, I, I, when I hear Cartier ring, it's just, I got expensive ring. It wasn't, Right. I I really knew she would look good in this Cartier ring. So would you care about either of those no. things? No. I really, I, I guess I would care more about the shirt because I'm cuddling another man's shirt, but I, I don't. Yeah. I would care more about the shirt, too. Mm. The man is he's wearing her old shirt. <laughs> I'm ready for bed. <laughs> so Put a, puts on a comfy, cozy Care Bears t-shirt. The shirt, I would just be like, just throw out the shirt. Right, it's over. Like, I just don't, it's like not, the ring is like an, like, fine, you wear it on, you know, some nice nights. I don't, if you're, if I felt very secure in the relationship, I think I probably wouldn't care if they had like a very nice something from an ex. Again, it sounds like it wasn't that deep of a relationship because she doesn't really think or care about it that much. Right. Let's do one more. You ready? Yeah. Okay. Someone wishes your date a happy birthday while you're on the first date. Longtime listener here, love the show. The episode about a guy lying in his dating profile got me thinking about a first date that happened to me a couple years ago. I was back in my hometown in Sweden for a few months before I had plans to move to the UK. Knowing I was interested in something in dating, but not looking for something serious, my best friend and her boyfriend set me up with someone they thought would be compatible after ensuring he knew it would only be uh, casual dating. That is something that I don't relate to at all. This idea that like set me up with someone where they know it's only casual. It's like, I don't think I, I, I genuinely think the idea of like when, when a lot of women are like, like, oh, he said, you know, uh, he's looking for something serious, but then would all, you know, I think every guy is like, whatever happens, happens. Like, you know, it's always casual until convince me otherwise. I'm confused. You're saying that like you don't. Starting a date that, on this is casual and will only ever be casual. It's just as like, to me, it's like a strange thing. Well, I think you could do that if like there's a difference in where you live. Right. Right. That that makes sense. Right. Where it's like, I, I don't know. The, like, I guess there's less expectation. I've never gone on a date with the expectation of like, I guess maybe more later in life as I get older, you get the, this could be someone I'm dating. But like the idea that like, we're going on a date to be 
you know, I don't know. I, I, I read this and I was like, I think it works for like very specific instances. Mm. I don't know if this one makes sense, but mm-hmm. All right, I'll go. sometimes it'd have to be like two people on the very much the same. Right. Page. But even then I'd be like, let's just get to, the, the idea of calling it a date, you know, is like, I mean, you're not going to get to meet at a hotel. <laughs> right. Like, right. Fair. It's still like fair. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the date started off really well with dinner and drinks, though. I felt it was a bit too serious for something casual. Again, like this ranking system, what was he supposed to do? What does casual mean to him versus, right. to, I mean, it's like we were just saying, I guess, in a debate, like to me, it's like you can have a casual date and still get drinks or dinner. and then Right. I, I, I could go on dinner with someone that I would just want to fuck. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. But I nonetheless had a great time. He invited me to a get together the same weekend and I said I would be there. As we were walking out of the restaurant, he met a friend uh, in the staff who stopped him to wish him a happy birthday. He thanked his friend while I looked at them in confusion. After I asked them why he didn't tell me that it was his birthday, but he did, denied it and said that his friend must have mixed up the days and that his birthday was tomorrow. <laughs> it's not that big of a mistake. <laughs> I asked him if the get-together was his birthday party, which he admitted that it was. I was a bit shocked as to why he wouldn't be upfront about this, but he tried to rub it off. We went for a short walk and talked about our family's birthday traditions, and I asked him about his plans for tomorrow. After we wa- after the walk, we went home and didn't think more of it. The next day, I texted him and wished him a happy birthday. A few minutes later, he called and admitted that he lied, and that it indeed was his birthday yesterday, but he didn't want to say anything to make it a big deal. I was quite put off by this. Firstly, I find it a bit weird to go on a date on your birthday, but secondly, and the main thing for me, was that he continued to lie after I confronted him. I went to his birthday party, but then decided it wasn't a match for me. What do you think? Red flag or deal breaker? What do you think? I think the fact that he told her the next day makes it fine. He was probably like, it's just easier to not tell her that it's my birthday. Like in in the moment, he probably felt like, oh, she's going to judge me for going out with her on my birthday. So I'm just going to pretend it's not. And then she kept asking about it and then called him about it. It I think it started as a white lie. (laughs) And then it became a real lie. But, but he told the fact that he told her right away and he felt like he he said it was weird, like I think made it okay. I would Jordan, we need to play this out. Okay. They go on a date. He says, Hey, I'm having a get together this weekend. Wanna come? Let's say no one approached him about his birthday. You go to the get together that weekend, they're like, Happy birthday to you. And you're like, Oh, whose birthday is it? And it's the guy you're dating. Well, maybe he mentioned it later that it happens to be for his birthday. I'm just saying. He didn't want to make it about his birthday. I feel like you should like this guy because he like went on a date on his birthday. He doesn't really care that much about his birthday. I do. Well, He's not talking about it all the I, time. I guess my my problem with him is that he does care that it's his birthday. He didn't bring it up because. Because he's having a get together. Well, he didn't bring it up because he was, thought it would be weird. I Even she writes it. I was firstly put off by this because who goes out with. Uh, what did she write? Who goes out with someone on the birthday? Out, which is, she's judging him for going out, having nothing to do on his birthday. I think that's okay. I think it's all, I think what's not okay is not having the social ability to be like, it's my birthday. I know that's crazy. Don't worry about right. it. Like, it's not, it, it, honestly, it's not a big deal to me. And I'm doing a get together this weekend. Like, if I knew someone's like, I don't really celebrate, my birthday's on a Tuesday. I went on a date on a Tuesday. I'm actually celebrating this weekend with my friends and family. I'd be like, oh, you have friends. It's not that weird. I get it. Like the fact that he couldn't figure out how to do the improv scene with the woman about this birthday conundrum 
to me shows. I think he panicked. He totally panicked. He he fucked up. He panicked. That's what's yeah. That's what's, I think he did fucked up. But he then he calls her the next day and he tells her he fucked up. So I feel like it's kind of like in the moment he felt panicked. Mm. He didn't expect the guy to wish him a happy birthday. And then he had to like, he wasn't planning on talking about the birthday. He probably feels a little insecure that he went out with her on his birthday. Absolutely. He probably also thinks it's kind of lame. <laughs> so he didn't say anything. He panicked. And then the next day he was like, I feel weird that I lied. I, and told I, I, you so, changed my mind on this because you're right. The, I felt bad the for call, him. The like, call the next day is a, is an extra mile that he's going to make sure. Let me just re re readjust this. Let me, Bring this back to zero right now. And he wasn't like digging into the lie, no. like getting more into it. Like he had a night to think about it. He was like, oh, that was really fucking weird. Right. I don't know why I did that. And he really <laughs> didn't think things through for him to because for him to go on a date with someone, never mention his birthday, then go, hey, we're doing a get together this weekend. Come and she's going to come. She's going to find out it's your birthday. She's going to put these things together. Yeah. Like. I don't think he went. I think he passed. He definitely did. Yeah. Just a red flag. Red flag for me, too. I almost think it's like a little cute. Because <laughs> like, you know, it's almost better that way than he's like, yeah, it's my birthday and I'm here. So what? Like he's acknowledging that it's like a little. Right. Lame. Yeah. By lying. <laughs> he's doing. He's, he's actually thinking of you more by lying. Yes. He cares what you think. He cares what you That's think. That's right. Fair. Well, we yeah. solved dating again. We did it. Proud of us. And we'll be back on Sunday with our Sunday special. The You Up podcast is produced by Sean Kilby, Maddie Paul, and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Maddie Paul. Be sure to follow at you.up.podcast on Instagram and send us your emails to uup at betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Betches.